This is Ros Jones, your business coach with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bits, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss. We share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome, and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. So hello and welcome. This is Ross Jones from Bold Business Bits podcast show. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Jill Laidler of Topic UK. Welcome, Jill. Thank you. It's lovely to have you here. So, Jill, I first became aware of Topic UK when I used to, in the old days, when I used to um, spend quite a lot of time in, in hotels in York and I used to see it everywhere. So tell me how it came about. I'll try and keep it as brief as I can. Uh, Topic started um, just in one area. It started in Wakefield in West Yorkshire about eight years ago. It came about because we had a lot of small businesses that we worked for at the time who, in, in terms of graphic design and marketing and so on, and they said that they didn't have a platform to be able to showcase what they did, who they were, lots of the media that were around there were either not suitable or too expensive. So we had the skills as a marketing and PR and design agency to be able to put together um, a magazine for them. So we said that we would do that if these businesses supported, which they did. So cutting on story short, that was launched and within 12 months, we were asked to take it into other areas. So for instance, Kirklees and Calderdale, which is the Huddersfield, Halifax areas, they came forward and said, will you bring the magazine over here? We said no, because it's been supported by Wakefield businesses. They've, in effect, paid to help with promotion so that we can print. But if you want us to create another magazine for your area, we will do. So that's what we did. We worked with the businesses there. Then we were approached in South Yorkshire. So we went to South Yorkshire. Wow. And then we dabbled in London for a while. Um, we did one down in Soho, but that we couldn't find the right sort of people to run that. There weren't Yorkshire people, you see. We couldn't, um, we couldn't get them to do that properly. So, so we gave up on that. And, and then my business partner, Rob, and I, we are from Leeds originally. So we wanted to take it into Leeds. That was the only area that didn't ask for it. So we created a Leeds one, just sort of threw it into Leeds to see what happened. And it really took off. So much so that with, with all the additions, it was proving very difficult. We're a very small team and the magazine was growing in every area. But it was very complicated in that Wakefield businesses were just in Wakefield edition. Calderdale were in there and Leeds. And then we were getting people from Wakefield saying, can we go in the Leeds one? Like, um, no, you've got to stay in the Wakefield one unless you want to pay to go in the Leeds one because... You know, they were trying to promote themselves in other areas. So we sat down one evening and, and made the decision to take it Yorkshire-wide. It made it much simpler for us that we could just amalgamate all the additions. So what turned out to be five or six magazines, all sort of 60 pages each, we streamlined into one Yorkshire edition of 100 and some pages, whatever it pans out at, and we launched it Yorkshire-wide. And that's how it came about. And, and it's just continued to grow from that point. When you say launched, how did you launch it? How did you let everybody know what you were doing? How, how do you do that? For the Yorkshire edition? Yeah. 
Because each, each individual um, magazine was launched. So Wakefield, I think we did it in the theatre. Uh, the Leeds one was done um, at the Tetley Museum. So we did, we did those. Uh, Yorkshire was done at the Dakota Hotel in Leeds. And it was per invitation only. Yeah. So we did, we wanted a very small exclusive event, and that's how it worked out. Sir Rodney Walker came along and did a bit of a talk for us. Sir Rodney's chair of the London Marathon, and he's been a great support for us in Yorkshire. And we just did a very private exclusive launch at Dakota Leeds. I think our first Yorkshire cover was the chief exec. Well, the commercial director of Leeds Bradford Airport, who came along very embarrassed because he was on the cover and everybody was, was taking it away and we, yeah. we had a bit of a party. So that's how it launched across Yorkshire. Fantastic. So that's just an amazingly creative, big thing to think about, uh, I think. So, and I, I guess it, that people were just asking for um, some other forum for you to be able to promote their businesses. But that's just, uh, I just think it's amazing. So how did you, how do you find the... Um, the celebrities, or you like, if you like, or the weight of people to to support you in this. I think the celebrities, if, if that's what they are, came from. Uh, some of them came to us, but we do a lot of work with the Leeds Grand Theatre. Okay. Um, we support the Leeds Grand Theatre, so we are lucky enough to go to most of their events and productions. We get to go on press night, and you usually find that on press night that's when the local celebrities, if you like, are there. Um, So we've got access to those because it's it's behind the scenes. But we do reviews for uh, shows at the Grand Theatre. So, for instance, when Greece came, they would call and say, would you like to interview Pete Andre? So we went along and interviewed Pete Andre, and and we can do that for Greece, but also for him as a person. When we started to do a feature for... Yorkshire Business Forum, which we can talk about later, we wanted to include, well, our resident hairdresser there is Andrew Barton. He used to be Lorraine and 10 years younger. He has his own salon in Mayfair, but he's a Barnsley lad. And we were talking to him one day about getting some publicity for him. And it was a conversation from Amanda Owen, who is the Yorkshire Shepherdess, who we know, who told me that she'd not had a haircut for 30 years so we rang Andrew Barton and said, do you want to challenge? Amanda's not had a haircut for 30 years. How do you fancy cutting her hair? So he said, oh, that's great. And, and, and as a result of that, Andrew is an ambassador for uh, the Little Princess Trust. Right. So you can donate your hair and that goes to children who suffer from cancer to make wigs. So uh, that resulted in us going to Ravenseat Farm uh, with Andrew. We spent time in the barn. Calendar News came with us. <laughs> and not only did Andrew cut Amanda's hair into a nice little short bob, which looked amazing, um, when we were around, all the children were lined up. She's got nine children, and all yeah, the children right. were lined up wanting their, and, and all these little girls with long blonde hair all had their hair chops as well, because they wanted to donate their hair like mum. So it sort of rolls off things like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, we're good friends with Christine Talbot from Calendar, Mandy and I. And so, you know, that's how we, we were able to get the you know, calendar to come along or get the story to them. Once we told them the story, they, they were delighted to come out. So we probably get them from the Grand Theatre, yeah. um, the Leeds Playhouse and City Varieties. Yeah. Uh, and then a few that we just know. 
Yeah, fantastic. And I love it. And it's just looking out for those opportunities, isn't it? I think that's, uh, that's yeah. Yeah. You know, we spend an awful lot of time in research and, and looking around at things and spotting things, whether it's on social media, in the local news and, and, and seeing things that are happening. So, so, for instance, this morning, I've just emailed a friend of mine who is the partner in a, in a law firm to say, can we uh, have a chat with Kevin Sinfield? Kevin, um, the rugby player Kevin Sinfield, I'm not sure if you if you know, he's currently running seven marathons in seven days to raise money for Rob Burrows. He's just done two marathons. Kevin is a an ambassador for the law firm. And so the the managing partner is good friends with him. So I've messaged him to say, can you get me an interview with Kevin Sinfield, either you know, now during his marathons or when he's completed so that we can we can do that and we get involved in things like the the Yorkshire Society uh, where, where Sir Rodney Walker is chairman and Sir Rodney um, is very good to us and, and invites us to the annual dinners and sits us with the right people yes. so that we can promote because he's very keen you know on on what we do because because we are in effect promoting Yorkshire businesses yeah. um, either affordably or free and nobody else really does that. So do you actually write all the stories yourself in there or do people write them and submit them to you? No. What's quite unique is we do do some ourselves, but what we do is we get local business to write them for us. We don't employ journalists. So, for instance, if we wanted a story on current law situation about something, we have a couple of law firms who write law sections for us. So each edition they will send us four or five different um, articles on what's current at that particular time. So at the moment, it might be about um, employment law during COVID and redundancies and, and you know, some things like that. That way, we're not using a journalist who has had to research the subject and, and check for accuracies and everything else. We are using a law firm who do this day in, day out, know exactly what they're talking about um and they get free publicity from the back of it as well but we're confident that everything that goes out is credible and same with with um it you know we get a lot uh, sorry an it firm to write the it for us something that they do every day we know it's accurate we know it's right yeah so we're quite unique in that i don't think any other publication does that it's also very, it's a high quality, um, I hope that doesn't sound patronising, but it's this lovely paper that you that is on, it's just, and it's, an, it's unusual in that respect. No, there's a reason for that. Because we're bi-monthly, you do find that it, it is around for a long time. So when we deliver it, we, it is free, but it does sit, it, it is delivered into business receptions and it sits on their receptions for quite yeah. some time. And so it has to be of good quality because... What would happen if if it was of, of cheap paper, if you like, after two or three weeks, it would look grubby and some of the prestige law firms would throw it in the way they wouldn't want it in their reception. It stays nice. It stays clean and tidy and it looks quality. And I think yeah. if if something looks quality, people want to pick it up in the first place. It's, yeah. So it's not a cheap, flimsy publication. It's done intentionally to be like that to be professional and and hang around for a long time. Love that. What about the future? Where do you see this going? I don't think we want to take it out of Yorkshire. I think think if it went anywhere, we would perhaps be open to suggestions from other counties 
to perhaps franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not something that we are looking at at the minute, but then we wouldn't be against if someone came to us and said, we'd be interested in doing this in the Manchester area. If we set it up and run it, will you help and advise and guide it? Yes, we, we would probably consider that. For us to do it, we offer such a personal service, we wouldn't be able to spread ourselves that, that yeah. wide. It would be too thin. And we, the one thing that we pride ourselves in more than anything is the personal service that we give to our partners. So, you know, we don't accept one-off adverts. We don't take people's money and say, thanks very much, we'll see you next time. We do genuinely work with businesses, support them, help them, promote them over the course of that particular edition. And then they start again with the next one and so on. We wouldn't be able to do that if we were covering other areas. Yeah. Uh, you talked about partner there. Do you mean, is a partner a customer? Yes. yes. So um, okay. unlike most publications, again, we, we don't think that one-off adverts tend to work. So if, if you came to me and said, this is my business, it's a service, it's an ongoing service, and I want to put an advert in your magazine, we believe you, you're extremely lucky if somebody picks up that publication, reads your advert and thinks, I need that service right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a long-term yeah. thing, yeah. unless it's an advert that's uh, giving something specific. So like mm. we work in Scarborough, you know, and the Scarborough Spa, we've just put something out for them for next year for all the uh, people that are coming along. So if, if Scarborough Spa said to us, there's an advert, you know, for... I don't know, someone coming, Tom Jones coming to the Scarborough Spa, then that would work because yeah. people, it's a one-off. But for the whole year, they might not get an instant reaction because it's later on in the year. What we don't want people to do then is to go away and say to someone else, we advertised with Topic and it didn't work because it does work. We make sure it works. So what we do is we encourage people to become partners to try and work with us for about six editions over the year. We will do three if necessary, but but we want to get to know that business to be able to promote them. We want to get to know them. So they will buy a page or a half page within the magazine, commit to 12 months, which is six editions. They can have in that space anything they want. They can put an advert in there. They can have an advertorial will work with them. So, you know, some companies, very small companies will come to them and say, we don't know what to say. We know what we want, but we don't know how to do it. We do it for them. And then on top of that, they can have as much free web space as they want. Anything that goes on the website goes on social media. So we'll put it out on our platforms, on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, if, if appropriate. And we really promote it. Once we're allowed out again, we network for them. So, if someone says to me, I'm looking to in Leeds to hold an event somewhere, where do you recommend? We would instantly say, you want to speak to the Dakota because they're one of our partners. You want yeah. to speak to Avenue HQ, one of our partners through the Barclays scheme. So we're quick to try and, you know, to do that. Um, at the moment, we're just doing that, um, looking for, for people asking for recommendations online and so on. We're doing that. Um, they go on the app. They can have video, they can have podcasting, they can have anything they want on the website. And we really try and work with them. If we haven't heard from them for a couple of weeks, we'll ring them. What are you doing? Why aren't you talking to us? You know, okay. and, and I think sometimes you work very closely in your own business. You don't, you forget 
that there's opportunities that you could put out there to promote. So by staying in touch with them and talking to them, we can actually spot those opportunities. You know, they'll say, oh, I've been busy, haven't been able to talk to you because, and give you a reason. And then, you know, it might be a case where we can turn around and say, well, actually, that's very good, the fact that you've been busy and you've been doing this. So why don't we promote that for you? And then we can put a press release together and put it out. And, and we're not against if they want, we do press releases for small companies for ourselves. But, you know, we'll send them on to other publications for them as well. You know, yeah. we're, not, we're not exclusive in that. So we help them. That was where Topic was in the first place. And that's where it remains today. If we can help businesses and encourage Yorkshire businesses to pull together and work together, that's what it's all about. What about the latest, um, the latest addition or enhancement to the product then, Jill? Tell us about that. What happened? Yorkshire business one. Yes. Yorkshire business one. We, about 18 months ago, we started to get a lot of content from women across Yorkshire um, that was quite inspirational. You know, we were looking at these women and thinking, wow, this is great. This is a press release about this lady. Look how well she's done and so on. So we decided in topic to create a section called Yorkshire Businesswoman. And it was going to be just four or five pages of of a little bit of reading. So when people pick the magazine up, always in the same spot, they could pick it up, flip to that section if they wanted and read. Like, let them, you know, and the red tops, you pick, the men pick them up, don't you? Start at the back with a sport and, you know, to do it like that. And very quickly, it was growing. It was more and more content coming in so we made the decision to build a website called Yorkshire Businesswoman and we started to put a lot of content on there so the Yorkshire Businesswoman website looks like the topic one it's a mirror of it but everything on there is either featuring women or information for women or what they might be interested in that also started to get very popular very very quickly so we then started to get uh, companies coming to us and saying, hey, is this going to be a magazine as well? Is this going to be like Topic? And we thought, well, yeah, I suppose it could be. So we made the decision to create a magazine. It's online at the moment. It's going to be digital just for the time being. There was a plan originally to print it for uh, launching on International Women's Day 2021. But because of the pandemic and we're not really sure what's going on and when we're allowed to open a network and so on, we've held off. So we launched the first digital edition on Monday, on the 30th of November. And it's just been overwhelming this last couple of days of, of you know, people coming on saying, this is fabulous, can I be in it? And, and so on. I've just been on to LinkedIn this morning to find 42 messages of people wanting to wow. go into um, the magazine. And I rarely go on LinkedIn, so it's like, oh, I must do, must do that. And again, great, you know, because we get then the support of the friends that we make through topics. So um, I think on Sunday evening, uh, there was a tweet went out from Amanda Owen, who said, so looking forward to Yorkshire Businesswoman launching tomorrow. And instantly Twitter went crazy yeah. because it was Amanda. Um, and that was resulting from her charity donation with Andrew and, and so on. And so it's, yeah, we're, we're sort of a little bit up in the air with that now of, okay, we had an editorial meeting yesterday. What direction is this going to go in? Because it's, it, 
it, it's been more successful than what we anticipated, which is yeah. a great position to be in, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and spinning from that then, we've had calls from a couple of radio stations asking us to do business news for two radio stations. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're in talks with with that to to start, you know, perhaps podcasting and and doing the business updates for radio stations in Yorkshire. So that's probably going to be the next stage that we, you know, we can get we can get to. So it's expanding all the time f- through both platforms now. Yeah, brilliant. And that is the way, isn't it? It is about just definitely um, working together, supporting each other, and and looking out for opportunities to say thank you and watch out for this new development and that kind of stuff isn't it mm-hmm. yeah i mean we are very very different to a lot of publications i mean we don't do doom and gloom um we leave that to other publications you know we're not you know we, we're, we're living through some not very good times at the moment and and retail you know is dreadful isn't it mm-hmm. um we don't do that. We don't say, oh, this redundancy is here and this business yeah. is closing down. That's not what we do. We leave that to others. We are not very heavy business with yeah. stats and, you know, real heavy going. We are, I suppose, more good news stories, more inspirational. Yeah, and, and much of an easier read. Yeah. And that makes us different to all the publications. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not... We, we're not up to the minute news. We're not a news channel as such. You know, even in business news, there are other people doing that. We are more a slower pace, if you like, and, and celebrating those Yorkshire businesses. You know, and we partner with people like, you know, the Yorkshire Society and, and Welcome to Yorkshire, you know, uh, Connect Yorkshire. They're all partners of ours and we work with them and, and help them and they help us. Fantastic. So, and um, finally, then, um, uh, Jill, I'd like to ask you a question. So, this sounds like a lot of hard work. What do you do to have fun? Wow. <laughs> do you know something? As sad as it sounds, this is fun. Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, and and we, it's a very social job. So yeah. we are very lucky that we get invitations to to nice places. You know, we go to the theatre, like I said. We do hotel and restaurant reviews. So we're invited to go and stay in nice hotels, as long as we write nice things about them, obviously, Um, and and to dine out. And we can share that as well with our partners. So it might be that, you know, we ring a partner and say, you know, um, we've got a... In in fact, one's just been, unfortunately, cancelled because of COVID. But we think our next review, when when everything reopens, is that... um, uh, Winter Hill, which is the glamping site of in North Yorkshire, we were we were going to do that. I couldn't make it, so we asked someone else to go for us. So sometimes it might be one of our partners that we can reward. We can say, "Do you fancy staying in a five star hotel? Free? Doesn't cost you anything. And all you've got to do is tell me about the experience. I'll write it for you." So we can reward people as well. We can, you know, and we run competitions. We can give things away. We're just running a competition for some gin at the minute. And I've just been begging a friend of mine who is the brother-in-law of David Jason to get one of his new signed books that he's just brought out. So we get to do lots of fun things anyway. Fantastic. You know, and it, it, it mixes in with your personal life, doesn't it? Yeah. Fantastic. So how do people find out more? How do they find out more about how to get 
or, or how to read the, the magazines, how to be featured in them? How, where do they go? Both magazines are online. Um, as I say, topics printed, that's available from lots of different places. If you're in your neck of the woods in Scarborough, um, it's available at the Scarborough Spa and, uh, and various hotels. have got it in the receptions and so on. Business receptions, most business receptions in towns have got them in York and in Leeds and, and, and such. There is a digital edition online, which is uh, www.topicuk.co.uk or yorkshirebusinesswoman.co.uk. We've also got an app. Both of them are on the app. Um, That's available at the App Store or Google Play, Topic UK Business Magazine. And if you download Topic UK Business Magazine, Yorkshire Businesswoman is on there as well. And you can also get the editions on there. They are are fully readable on on mobile and, uh, and desktop devices. So there's lots of different ways you can get it. They can email us, they can call us, you know, and we can have a chat. And and we, because we're small and, and we can offer a personal service, everything goes. We can talk to anybody and make anything bespoke. So, you know, unlike a lot of places where it's it's rigid, it's fixed, we, we can only do this, this and this, we can actually talk to people and say, what, what is it you want? What do you want to achieve? How much money do you have? What can we do for you? And we sit and talk to them and get behind them that way. Very, very unique service. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure hearing about your... Uh, Thank you, Rose. Yeah, it's been lovely. Thank you very much. In our conversation, Jill pointed out that one of the things that makes her magazines different is that they focus on good news stories, positive stuff, rather than the doom and gloom that we're exposed to from other media every day. And I thought that was really interesting because one of the reasons we're given to have the news full of bad news stories is apparently the bad news sells. Apparently, we want to hear bad news. But it's clearly not the case because Jill's magazine's so popular and the Yorkshire businesswoman, when it was launched, it literally flew off the shelf, metaphorically speaking. So I was interested in what's the consequence to us of good news and bad news? Well, when we're barraged with bad news, it actually increases the level of cortisol, our body's primary stress hormone. I looked this up to find out more because cortisol is obviously, it serves a purpose. It naturally regulates our blood pressure and, and other bodily processes. But when we have too much cortisol, too much stress caused by bad news, the side effects are actually pretty horrible. So there's a long list of the impact of too much cortisol in our body, which is caused by stress and we get stressed by listening to bad news. Here's a list of things that cortisol does to us. Anxiety and depression, headaches, heart disease, memory and concentration problems, problems with digestion, trouble sleeping, weight gain. It's a horrible list, isn't it? And over the last year, we've been barraged with bad news on a daily basis. It's sort of not surprising that um, some of uh, there's a lot of um, anxiety and stress out there right now. So what do we do about this? Well, personally, I avoid listening to the news anyway, but sometimes we obviously need to be informed about new rules and things that are going on. But I just think generally there's a moral here that we need to be focusing more on good news stuff. So why not make an absolute positive impact to actually share some good news with other people and yourself every day? And this can only be a good thing, surely, it's uplifting your spirit and the opposite of the impact of too much bad news. So... 
let's all make an effort and share good news stories every day with each other and just uh, see what difference you can make in the world. I really enjoyed my conversation with Jill and, and I'm a great fan of the Topic UK magazine. I hope you enjoyed it too and that this has been uh, inspirational, uplifting for you and that you feel great. This is Ros Jones from the Bold Business Bits podcast show. Thank you for listening. See you next time. This has been your Ros Jones Bold Business Bits podcast show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with bold business bits. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening. Listening.